Okay, hold on. You're telling me there's a reason for all of this? You mean I'm not just a human? Here to just get by in this life? No, you're a light. And that's why you're here, right now, listening to us, the Seven Stars. Where each week, we bring you the energy of now, helping you understand yourself from the inside out, and providing you the tools and the relief to live this life free. Here is where the truth begins. February has been a phenomenal month so far, and we meet you on this episode to help you move forward into March, which is also the end of uh, the reset. And so we have so much to talk about with the reset, with what we've walked so far in February. And I want to start right off the hop. And it's like, let's go back to the beginning of February with the energy report, the old school, the new school. Notice where you are now, today, in this moment, and how much the old school has been knocking on your door. Yeah. Random, random <laughs> weird things from the old school, too. Just like, wow, I haven't heard from this person in like 15 mm-hmm. years because yeah. you're old. But they decided <laughs> yeah. to send me a random message and ask me a question about things I was doing 10 years ago. Yeah. That's the kind of random old school stuff yeah. that kind of has popped up this month. And that's, it's amazing because mm-hmm. here's the thing. It's like anything that's old, that's, that's, that's reappearing. You have the chance from where you are now to be yourself and speak differently, do differently, make different choices, um, have that awareness inside yourself. Well, and to see it for what it truly, truly is. Yes. Whatever that thing is, whatever's trying to sabotage you, whatever's making you feel like a victim. I mean, I can speak for myself. I feel like I walk right back to the old school and I had an experience like in the old school. And from where I am now, I'm like, it's amazing because I, I see it now being out of it. And now I have work to do to sustain myself more than ever before in the new school. Well, I think all of us went to the old school this, mm-hmm. this month in some, in some variation. So I'm just going to kind of break that down. And then Becca and Skylar can kind of help everybody with the imagery of how that looks. So the first thing that I want to share with is I put a post up and we might have even talked about it on the last podcast, but... February of 2023 to March 2nd, okay? So that is, I think, next Sunday, if I'm correct. It was the reset, is the reset, okay? So a lot of people who um, I have specifically mentored in the last year maybe got information of what their reset was um, or they have figured it out within themselves or they're asking me now and we're being able to discover it. Um, And it's absolutely fucking mind-blowing what this reset did so go back to your february 2023 if you don't know the information um if you don't work with us you can look at this within yourself and ask yourself where did i reset to did i reset to the future did i reset to something in the quote-unquote past So it's like all three of us sitting here reset to something in the past to get ourselves here. Meaning in the last 13 months, we literally walked every single minute, second moment of that journey 
to release the misunderstandings, to release the lies, to release the stories, to release the fears, to now walk into March 2nd and beyond free from all of that in actuality, the truth of ourselves. So if you fight your reset, what does that mean? It means, and and this is what was coming to me today on the walk, is I was like, okay, there's people who are aware of their reset, who have done the work, who are doing the work, but what about the people who have, have no idea what their reset was and maybe haven't, you know, fully actioned and transmuted all the things that I just mentioned? It just means that come March, you're just going to keep getting flooded and flooded and flooded with, it almost looks like rain to me, you know, that's going to hit your body to get you to release all these things. It's not a bad thing. It's the greatest thing. You cannot avoid it. So come the summer, there's nowhere, honestly, you can hide from yourself. Well, it's the energy of why is this back again? Why is this happening to me again? Why do I still feel this way? Something's got to give. That's, I feel like what this reset has really shown a lot of people, even from last year up until this point in the current reset now. Yes. Well, I've always said like, there's lots of things maybe you've looked at into your past that you've thought you've dealt with. Mm -hmm. In your head, you have an understanding of why this doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. In your head, I know this story is bullshit. In my head, I understand how I'm self-sabotaging and and I know I'm worth more. But that is in your head. Mm -hmm. This reset needs to move that energy from like that logic thinking down into your body where it's like I feel this. Exactly. And embody it. And I start embodying it. That's really what this reset energy is re-showing you Mm -hmm. is like, yes, you understand it. You've walked through all the steps. You've processed it. Mm -hmm. You've mastered a lot of the the elements of it, but that's through logic. Mm -hmm. Now, as much as logic works, we are feeling beings Mm -hmm. and you have to have a balance of both. Yes. You have to download all that information and put all that money and all that effort into your trust, into your faith of the work that you have done and that you will continue to be doing. Yes. And I'm going to explain this and I'm going to give the, the quote unquote advanced language of this mm-hmm. and tie it all together for everybody. So there was that podcast that I released, I think it was this month, whenever it was that solo one with me. And I keep referring back to that because it's such a catalytic episode and it's the glass and there's a version of you on the left-hand side and then the version of you that has, that has come through the glass, okay? I did a video yesterday on Instagram and it said, we are now moving into a time where you are going to be living in the world that you were born for, not the one you were born into, So I'm going to repeat that. We are now moving into the world that you were born for, not the one that you were born into. So to understand what the reset has done, to understand the energy, to understand basically everything we've been talking about since January so that you can get a so firm grasp so you don't have to quote unquote suffer. We talked about 1.0 and 2.0. 1.0 lives on the left-hand side of the glass. For language purposes, to allow your body to understand, that is your clone, okay? That is a duplication of your light, a duplication of who you are. The clone runs off of the mind. The clone runs off of thinking. The clone does not know how to feel. The clone feels very fucking dumb right now, 
okay? That's a theme with clone living is it's like, why can't I fucking grasp this? I feel so fucking dumb. The clone is like a slowed down computer, okay? Imagine the clone is a computer system. It is run by a quote unquote robot for imagery purposes. However, this is sitting in your body, just let it. Now, your light, your truth, who you are, has moved through the glass and you're living on the right-hand side. That clone is chattering really fucking loud to everybody fucking alive, okay? The difference between the people who have the consciousness and the awareness now is that they can see the clone specifically from the repeated patterns and experiences that they've been having in the last eight weeks, No longer are you the clone. You're able to see yourself almost mesh in and become the clone and be like, what the fuck? And then you're having that full circle reset where you basically shut the glass and remove the air supply from your clone. Okay, so take that in. So if you are having these experiences, which you are, it's just a matter if you're identifying them or not, you are suffocating out your clone. A lot of people are just not aware of it right now. So they're becoming their clone and they're feeling fucking crazy and insane. And then there's a lower frequency energy that's trying to grab on. We call it the tornado, okay? It's, it's the energy of this year, stuck duck, that's making you feel hopeless and in despair. It's not real, It's all part of the left-hand side trying to get you to literally stuck duck yourself with your clone and literally just be like, well, this is life. That's what's happening. So all three of us here have had these experiences, me including, where I literally became the old version of me and could identify it to blow it up. But in the meantime, it was absolutely fucking brutal straight up for me to experience that Mm -hmm. well and a quote that i had seen this week is everything screams when it dies yes so when you are at that precipice moment of being able to kill off your clone kill off your 1.0 version things are going to get really 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 fucking loud and i feel like skylar has you know said this a few times in podcasts it's like those things that we kill off it's going to be like are you sure Are you sure you want to fucking make this choice? Are you sure that you want to not live without your clone and not live without your 1.0? So things get very, very, very loud. But like Coco said, it isn't you. That's not the truth of you. And I'm just going to share my example because I feel lots of people can like maybe relate to this. But like I went through like the first part of February, my clone was telling me to move back to Saskatchewan. My clone was fucking going on about like all these most ridiculous things that are at least eight to 10 years old. Mm-hmm. It was not talking to me about Kelowna. It was going like even farther back to the point Skylar's like, how the fuck is this even in your like peripheral? Like, mm-hmm. how is this there? Because that's the level in which the clone will go to it knows your gateway it knows your little hole inside of you where it can get into you so for me it was Saskatchewan so looking with yourself your clone is gonna hit you where it fucking hurts or where they can get in 
to basically give you the virus. Mm-hmm. That's what the work is. That's what consciousness is, is to identify that hole. Yes, but Saskatchewan to your clone right. is comfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Safe, cozy, mm-hmm. nothing challenges you. You're in your four unconscious. walls. You're, yeah. you're unconscious and you're just existing. Yeah. Existing, mm-hmm. essentially. For well, me specifically. Yeah. Yes. As much as your clone is dying, it doesn't want to die. Mm-hmm. It wants to survive. Mm-hmm. So it has to come up with tricks, yeah. desperation. Yeah. The reason why it's screaming is because it's fighting for survival. Yes. Well, it's like you have the knife up against it. So it's like, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let, let's just make a deal. Let's just make a deal. If you don't kill me, I'll give you X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to say whatever it needs mm-hmm. to in order to keep going. Mm-hmm. Because yes. your clone, which is your ego, is smart. Mm-hmm. It's going to try and find a ways. But really, what are you afraid of? Let's take Coco's example of yeah. having to move back to Saskatchewan because we've talked about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we go back to Saskatchewan. We have to wind up staying back on the farm for a few just wait, I'm going to pause right there because I even said it. For a few. Yeah. <laughs> For a little bit. Because we are not going to stay there. We, yeah. might, we might go back there and yeah. visit even temporarily. Mm-hmm. But that just means that it's going to be temporarily. We can give in to that energy and wind up fucking setting down roots and spending the rest of our golden years there. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even fucking... It's hard saying that even with a straight face. Yeah. But we have that option. But we could go back there to our worst case scenario and move on. So now is it our worst case scenario or is it like our safety plan? Mm-hmm. Our worst case scenario. Well, it back, becomes a safety plan. It becomes mm-hmm. a safety plan because what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. If I fail, I go back. I start over. I'm going to take what I've learned, mm-hmm. take what I've, the skills that I've grown and the information that I've gathered. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Nothing is holding me back because my clone has nothing to grab onto. Mm-hmm. There's no fear anymore. Yeah. I have firmly accepted the fact that I am infinitely powerful. And here's the mm-hmm. thing, it's easy it's easy to use these words, okay? So the breakthrough with all of this is last week when I walked through this and I was absolutely crippled and now this week I'm like what the fuck? Like but I get why I walk through this stuff so that I can mentor 360 on it I can see it so clearly and the biggest thing that I want to talk about to explain this is Skylar can say all these things and I know people are listening and like that's great but like I inherently don't believe that because when Skylar was saying these same things to me last week I was like I fucking don't believe one fucking ounce of you my body is going through it the fear all the stuff all this stuff is happening So how I'm going to explain it to you is if you look at it like a fan, okay? So picture a fan. It has a fan on the top, a fan on the bottom, and to the left and to the right. You know, your roof fans, see that in your head. A ceiling fan, sorry. Mm -hmm. So the top, the top one is physical. The right one is emotional. The bottom one is mental. And the left one is spiritual, okay? Every month this year, we are moving through one of those pillars of the fan. So February, for example, we came into February in emotional. So I'm just going to pause. So reflect on your month. You would have entered into the month in the emotional pillar of the fan. Then we moved down to mental. Then we moved to spiritual. Then we moved to physical to end the month. Okay? 
March, we enter in on mental. So look at yourself, look at these moments. So if you look at me last week and what I'm sharing, I was stuck in emotional, okay? I was fucking terrified in my body. My body was creating this like emotional response and all the words, the spiritual words that Skylar just fucking said meant nothing. I'm just fucking, he's spewing out the words. I'm fucking spewing out the words. I'm trying not to be a victim about why is this up again? All the things. How did I fucking get out of it? In the middle is us, consciousness. You have to apply action through consciousness to free yourself out of that fan. So in the process of everything that I was going through last week, it's telling me not to fucking get my hair redone. It's telling me, you know, don't put my fucking cheetah necklace on. Oh, don't fucking paint all these fucking things to keep me in fear and crippled in my emotional body. So I started with small different things using my tools being like, Kate, I'm going to put this cheetah necklace on and I haven't taken it off. I'm going to book my hair and I'm going to get my hair done. Okay, now today I walked in the art store and I'm feeling the pull now again to go and do the art. That's the key to escape this fan because what is the fan? It's the program. It's the clone. It's the ego. It's the computer. Okay, however that resonates for you. Our work to live in the new world is to understand that the fan exists in the world, but what are we going to fucking do about it? We don't need to sit here anymore and rah, 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 talking about the program, go into great deal about the program. The fact of the matter is the program exists on this planet right now. What are you going to do to live a life outside of it? Mm -hmm. And that comes with understanding yourself and moving through these fans and letting it transmute out. You have to. Because then the words that Skylar just said, he has no fears. He's not controlled by his clone. Right. Because he did the work to feel it in the mental or the emotional or the spiritual. And then he did the work to fucking transmute out in the middle. He didn't just fucking sit in that fan and be like, oh yeah, I'm good. I don't have fears. I can move back to Saskatchewan. He let his body feel it. And then he took the action to fucking remove it. Mm -hmm. Well, and a really simple example that's coming to me that I can share about this is when you break up with a partner. Okay, you're unconscious and you break up with a partner, however it happens. And then all of a sudden, after your breakup, you're stalking their social media, you're looking at their Facebook, you're reading old text messages, you're talking about this breakup 24-7 and you know it's a few months down the road and then you find out that they have a, a, a new partner. You're talking to everybody about this. Oh my God, well, they have a new partner and they have, but I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm good. I'm this, I'm that. But then you're still stalking the social media. You're still looking at the old pictures. You're still reminiscing inside of your head while you're doing that. You're trying to convince yourself that you're over these happenings. That is you spinning in all of these fans because you're trying to self convince yourself. You're okay with how this is making you feel. And you're not admitting that it's actually rocking you. And there's a bit of say like truth to it and you're not embodying or Mm -hmm. doing anything to own the words that you're speaking to apply consciousness. And and that goes back to the beginning of the podcast where we talked about, we know it up here in our head. We know we're over X. We know he Mm -hmm. was a piece of crap or she Mm -hmm. was a piece of crap or whatever. We know that I'm better off without them, 
but we haven't really fully accepted that into our being, into our body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. As I say all those words that I have no fear, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I did have narrations. I did have things and I talked to myself about it. Mm -hmm. And I asked myself and I had great conversations. Who am I? What am I? But you also watching you, you had the actionables to follow through with that. So you you still continued on living your life as if the happenings that you guys have walked weren't even really in your truth or in your reality. Per yeah, se. you did a really good job of going to the middle and applying consciousness and not, you know, letting the fear cripple you like say I did because the energy was similar stuff in the past and the whole thing. I mean, we're two different beings. Obviously, I I I walk a lot of the energy side of it so I can understand it from the inside out. Um, but I also need it, me personally, I own that I need it to clear my fans. Mm -hmm. Because here's also what you need to understand, everybody, is whatever it, whatever um, you've moved through, okay? So it, especially if you've been doing the work, okay? Whatever, it, and I mean, it doesn't even matter if you move the work. Let's just say you broke up or whatever. All of that happened externally, okay? So you did all that work externally. So if we use a breakup. If you broke up with somebody and you're sitting here right now being like, okay, I'm good, I'm over that person. You are over that person externally. You never fucking dealt with it internally and you can't even fucking lie to yourself about it. Well, let's, let's backtrack here because I like how you said you cleared your, you had to clear your fans. Yes. I had cleared my fans too, just quicker. But it's mm -hmm. not a competition. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the important thing to remember. Mm -hmm. Just because I was able to walk through this a little bit quicker than we'll say Coco doesn't mean that I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. and doesn't mean that she's wrong. No. The thing is, is that we took action to clear it mm -hmm. and we did. We didn't continue to keep um, living, in it. living in it and keep throwing stuff in front of the fans. And we didn't talk about like we're not creating more out of it. We've dealt with it and we're moving on. Yes, and what I'm referring to as well, um, before Skylar just brought that up, is when you're clearing the fans now, it's an internal job. That's mm -hmm. why I'm saying, if you broke up with somebody fucking 10 years ago and you're telling yourself right now that you're over it, of course you are, 10 years has happened, mm -hmm. but internally you never dealt with it. So if all of the sudden you find that you're in a fan and you're in the emotional or the mental part of the fan and you're fucking looking up an ex from 10 years ago or you're thinking about them or whatever, it's because it's time to clear the fan internally mm -hmm. because we've never been here before consciously mm -hmm. to be able to clear it internally because you don't realize how much that damned you up and how much that has been holding now that dam with the current energy of the world has broken and all that shit is coming out so I'm just going to use Skylar's example because on our walk today, I said to him, your reset, Skylar, was when he was, you know, um, breaking up with his, his second ex-wife and about to meet me. So since February of last year till now, Skylar has walked that entire reset. So why did Skylar have to walk that entire reset? Because in those 11 years... He dealt with it and changed his life externally. And then in the last year, he got to deal with all those middle, like small or big or whatever pieces internally to fully clear his fan in those 11 years that happened. 
Is that making sense for everybody? Because that's huge. That's Mm -hmm. huge because we've only ever done this externally. Mm -hmm. You've been able to stabilize yourself externally. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's interesting because what's coming to me is, so the people who are listening to this, you know, even if you are getting support from Coco or you're not, ask the questions. Yeah. If you don't know where you are sitting in this reset energy, give yourself the fucking relief and ask the questions. Yeah. I because a, that's I another thing I put up a question too. thing on Instagram last night and I don't know, me and Becca, it, it disappeared. Of, it disappeared. Out of thin, thin but even if you don't work with us, like, and you follow us on Instagram, like ask the questions. Like I can 100% help you. Mm-hmm. I can give you the information. Mm-hmm. Um, that, but it's, you, that you are seeking to help you. Yes, and it's a huge form of self-sabotage. Say you're listening to this and you're getting that feeling inside of you and you're like, oh, I really wonder what like my reset was because this month has been fucked. I don't really know what it is. I've been getting the feelings. It might be this or it might be that. Give yourself the relief to unfold that within yourself and reach for the hands who know this well. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, it's, it's time to start taking action. Yes. Yeah, because I said that's, that and I see. Because that's typically what people are are unwilling to do is to take action and not start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said that in a in a post the other day or a video where I said, we are now moving into the world where your light is not something that you do or you're interested in. It is who you fucking are. Mm-hmm. And literally I said like, the people who maybe were doing the work inside themselves and like they quit or they had to move on or do whatever they did, this is why you moved on. Because you had to fucking feel the contrast and you had to fucking get to where you are now to actually realize who you are. Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest, in this moment of time, with the way the energy is sitting, actively doing the work or unactively doing the work, we're still making choices. Yeah. Ultimately, what are you afraid of? Mm -hmm. The answer probably should mostly be is nothing or staying the same. Mm -hmm. Right? So what are we afraid of? Have the conversations with people. Mm -hmm. Either they're going to choose to be in your life or they're going to remove themselves. Either way, take some sort of action and start moving forward with something. And the more that you start taking action and being unafraid, your self-confidence is going to go higher. The ability to do those actions become a lot easier. I used an example earlier tonight with someone. It's like, talk to the boy on the street. The first time might be hard. You might be rejected. Mm -hmm. But the second time is going to be easier. The Mm -hmm. third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, it's just going to get easier to the point where you're not even going to give a fuck gonna sit there and just fucking randomly well, roll your head back could, and yell and, at and someone. An examples coming to me um and, it, and it's so small things you guys like today when we went out for our our walk i wanted to get a coffee and skylar's like let's just try this new coffee shop down the road and i walked in to get the coffee and as i was standing there i was like laughing to myself because literally it was so hard for me in the early days of moving to greece to walk into the coffee shops. I felt so fucking uncomfortable. I didn't know how to order it in Greek. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, all the things. And then today I'm standing there and I'm like, literally my hair is fucking so vibrant. Uh, It's winter here. So there's no tourists. It's all, you know, very Greek people. And like, I just noticed it where it's like, wow, those are those choices that I chose to make a year ago to get mm-hmm. myself here where I walked in, ordered it, you know, Sketo Metro and fucking mm-hmm. ordered my stuff and, and, and felt myself. Mm-hmm. That's what Skylar's talking about. Work, no work, doesn't fucking matter. Where are you holding yourself back? 
Where are you logging yourself in these fans because you're so fucking scared of yourself? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there, there's just so much information that's going to start coming out here about living in the new world. And the first fucking foundation of it all is what are you scared of? What is crippling you in fear that's keeping you in these fans of just mm-hmm. fucking words? Honestly, mm-hmm. words. Yeah, and fear is the biggest thing that's going to want to hold you back. Right. Because that's all it's got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all fear Words. has. Words. But here's something else that's very specific to kind of, kind of remember. Fear is vague. Mm-hmm. It has to be vague. Your ego has to keep the story vague. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, if it's specific, you can disprove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, hey, if you do this thing, blank will happen. Well, fear- oh my god I'll get donuts <laughs> the world's gonna blow up yeah what the fuck's gonna happen mm-hmm. like am I gonna die am I gonna trip am I gonna get in a car accident what's well, gonna happen fear is because a domino it, effect yes because it wants you to keep creating Spinning. stories mm-hmm. it's not even the ego doing it the ego literally just said if you do this blank will happen mm-hmm. yeah and you just kept Sitting there, filling in. You kept adding stuff to the soup pot. Yeah, you kept filling that story and keeping that story alive. And the ego's lounging back and be like, I did my job. I did. Exactly. And then you're you're crippled in one of these fans and Mm -hmm. wondering why. You're crippled or you're exhausted because you've been running fucking laps around in your head all day. Yeah. But once Mm -hmm. you let go of that fear, say, what specifically is going to happen here? Mm -hmm. What is my worst case scenario? What am I really, really afraid of? Mm -hmm. Am I afraid of being rejected? Okay, if I'm afraid of being rejected, I can lean into that. Like, I'm a good person. I'm worthy of being known. If you're going to say no to me, that's fine. I'm going to feel that thing because I like myself as a person. And I think you probably would too. But guess what? I'm not losing anything because I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's coming to me too is if we look at the energy of the world and what people are feeling, it's that loss of themselves. Yes. That like... I the glass. Yes, the glass. And it's like, I just, you know, I used to be so confident. I used to not fucking give a fuck. I miss how happy I used to be. Like, who the fuck have I become? Like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Yeah, and, the lot, reason and a lot why, of people are saying they don't know how to dress. They don't yes, know how to... Yeah. Yes, and the reason why is because... In that moment when you're quote unquote losing yourself, your clone is integrating inside of you and trying to take you over. Mm -hmm. So it's like all the moments that you've given yourself where you felt the best, you felt confident, you have felt clear, everything just like clicks, 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 it falls together, you're in fucking creation. Those are all the examples of your light that you can now reintegrate back into yourself from the truth because we're conscious of it now because we have the separation of the clone and our light. Mm -hmm. And all of that happened, all those choices that led you away from that happiness happened from all your wounds, happened Mm -hmm. from your traumas, fear, hesitancy, Mm -hmm. all of those things made you choose something different. Mm -hmm. And if you're missing them, okay, I know that feeling when I made this choice. I'm afraid to make it again, but I also know it's on the other side. Mm -hmm. But also what happens is I know it's on the other side, but I'm afraid of making the choice because what if it's not the same? Yeah. Okay, perfect. If it's not the same, you know what? Now you can dispel that story. Yes. That I was super in love with like the Unico jeans. Everyone, oh, those, I'm like, Unico, <laughs> I, think Unico? I think it's Unico jeans. It's the big jeans from the 90s where essentially like the, the leg of the pants was about the same size as the waist of the pants. Okay. 
Are those right? Oh, I like the big... The big, big, wide ones. Yes, yeah. okay, yes. I'm, yeah. Like the utility uh-huh. pants. No, sort of. yeah, something like well, that. Well, Becca's quite anyways, younger than us. Yeah, Becca's yeah. quite younger than us. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing. You can at least dispel the story that you like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you can dispel, be like, oh, well, really, I did like that. Mm-hmm. Either way, you've learned something and you can erase that story because that's the other thing that's holding you back is mm-hmm. you're holding on to these old stories that may or may not be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, misunderstanding inside which, you. Which is mm-hmm. why we have the separation from the clone and from the light consciousness and we have that whole pane of glass dropping down mm-hmm. so we can start dispelling some of these myths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I found an old note in my phone actually not that long ago and it was a conversation that you and I had. This was like back in fucking Kelowna days when we were sitting on the balcony in my old place and um, you had said... Uh, who am I on the other side of fear? Who am I on the other side of this story? Because we know who we are when we're in fear. We know who we are when we're fucking doubting ourselves. So you at least owe it to yourself to see who you are on the other side of the fucking fear. Do you not? It can't be any worse than who you are in the fear. Well, exactly. We've been saying that for years. I mean, yeah, exactly. In this moment, if you are unhappy... Your life is not going the way you want it to be. You're just stressed out all the time and you're just exhausted. Or even if you only have one thing that just is unhappiness for you. You know you're unhappy. If, yeah, exactly. That's all that you know. If you make any sort of changes in your life, yeah, maybe temporarily you could increase your unhappiness. But at least you're doing something about it to try and dispel that story. Mm-hmm. And you will build momentum. Mm-hmm. And more and more of that stuff, you'll find that you will start to find your happiness. Mm-hmm. Well, and I said to Coco because the other the, day... Because the duck can only stay stuck in the muck for so long. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And I said to Coco the other day, you know, you said to me, you're like, you know, you know, there's a pivot coming. There's a pivot coming. And I stopped you and I said, no, there's a pop through coming because we've never been going in the wrong direction. Right. Normally you have to pivot when you're going in the mm-hmm. wrong direction, mm-hmm. but we've never gone in the wrong direction. So give yourself some compassion because every single step that you take is getting you somewhere. Yeah. And if we want to talk about that, like pop through energy that Becca just brought up, it's like, that is you know, catalytic. I have, a, I'm going to do a whole thing on my own to talk about that, but our bodies are prepping for this, you know, I label it, um, as a sunset now. Um, and I had done a download on that. It's just the sun within you is turning on. Okay. This light switch inside of you is turning on and she's exactly right. So whatever you're experiencing in your life specifically is because this is a humanity um, direction. This is like basically like you might've heard people like in 4D and stuff say like the light has won. That is literally the truth because the clone world has blown up. Mm -hmm. It is officially, you know, sometime right now. Well, it's combusting. It's combusting, okay? So meaning the new world is here. And when people from logic, they just are like, I I can't grasp all this. You don't need to grasp it. It's all happening cellularly in DNA. And everybody is waking up. So honest to goodness, like what's happening now between June and July is just going to blow the socks off of everybody internally, how you feel. You're going to start feeling pulls to um, honestly maybe move live in other destinations, do other Switch things, your switch your jobs. You're, you're really going to start feeling these like light bulb moments where 
it's all for the benefit of your light and no longer and the clone. More. And yeah, mm-hmm. that there's more. The clone really is is dying and you're going to start feeling things like, oh, it's I want... harder to sustain your clone exactly. than it is to sustain exactly. your light. Because I, I put out a post yesterday where it said, we're not dumb beings. We just don't listen. So you're going to really notice heavily this information coming to you but do you just ignore it and let your clone fucking scream at you and tell you that it's not real? Because you're living in fear. Mm-hmm. What do you have to lose besides fear itself? There's nothing left there anymore. Yeah. You're already unhappy. You're already miserable. Or whatever the case may be. Or whatever the case yeah. may be. That's all you really have to lose is the opportunity to be more miserable. Mm-hmm. Anything's got to be better. And the, and the positive about all this, and I'm going to get Skylar to break this down a little bit because he brought this information on last week when I was having my experience. And I really want to give you guys that like nugget of like hope so that you understand what exactly is going on. So when you move to the right-hand side of the glass and you start living in your truth and your clone starts to die, never ever before have we created such a gap and a distance between the clone and your light, Okay. So last week, I said to Skylar, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, my clone won't shut up about fucking the dumbest shit against Saskatchewan's. Anything to do about Saskatchewan. And he goes to me, what if you're misinterpreting what the fucking clone is saying? Because you've never been this far away from the clone. And then in other two other people's session, that information came through because these people have made choices and they've jumped and now their clone is, you know, so far away from them. They're hearing the word Saskatchewan, but what they don't fucking realize is their clone is don't go back to Saskatchewan. Because exactly, because we're so used to being pretty much touching the glass or our clone. So we know what that loop is. We know what that story is. So whatever you're hearing from your clone how about you flip the script and realize that maybe you're actually moving farther away from that life and that state of being, and now you're running your clone. You're in control of your clone because is that not what we do as light as the truth of us is no longer can the clone be a threat to our life? Like Skylar said, no longer is that clone the fear. You're able to control, manage, and transmute the fear. And Skylar really brought this on and maybe he can break it down further for all of you, but it's, it, it's truth and it, and it's reality because that's what our work does is, and, and to add to that is, you know, I remember Skylar when we first got together and I, he said, you know, if he went back together with his ex-wife or if he saw her, he hadn't been away from her long enough to have any changes applied. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now 11 years later, since he's like seen her, he there's all the change in the, the world. What it's like a literally mm-hmm. here to Mars. He wouldn't even know how to resonate with that person or even talk to them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about because the gap gets so far away that even though that person might not change and they still see him as a certain way, he's moved on. So anything they're saying, he's able to flip the script mm-hmm. with. Skylar? Well, I mean, a lot of that comes through just like consistency and just like dedication and making the proper choices and moving that 1%. Yeah. But if we go back to like where your clone is yelling at you and you're only able to hear one or two words, we're interpreting that. Yeah. 
why are we interpreting like we'll say like Saskatchewan and home and just for those examples, yeah. those words, why are we taking that as fearful? Yeah. Because we are nervous. We are afraid. And if people are yelling at us and saying some things, we are... It creates that, a lack of trust. It creates yeah. a lack of trust within exactly. us. And, and that's why we create the And story. that is why we are creating the story of like, mm-hmm. oh, I should move back home. I need to move back to Saskatchewan. Like, what the fuck? Where's all this fear coming <laughs> yeah. from? Because we are nervous because we can't quite hear everything that they're saying. Mm-hmm. So we're adding to that story. We're adding to that fear. Well, it's like an inner game of telephone. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've never inner, been here before. Exactly. It's an inner game of never, telephone. We've never been this far away. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So you have to really watch everything that, not just what's being said, but their actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Everything matters. And again, we can always go back to this quote, and I love it so much. Are you a light being or are you a human being? Because if you're a human being, this is as good as it's going to get. And you you're think gonna, your way through life. You're going to exactly. think your way through life. You're going to have struggles. You're going to hit that fucking wall again and again and again. And that's the best your life is going to be. Mm-hmm. If you are a light being, you can You haven't quit, even seen it yet. You can quit living in that yeah. fear and you can start approaching into that freedom. But that doesn't mean the fear is gone. You have to acknowledge it. Like, hey, maybe that's where that story is coming from. Where's the reality of this? Where's the truthfulness of this? Can I actually step forward to this? Yeah, I think I can. I'm going to be okay. And, and that's, because I trust in my work and I trust in who I am and what I am doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of the new world, what Skylar just said, is you literally, it's not sunshine and rainbows every fucking day of your life. You have to put the work in, but you are going to become, and, and, and mark my fucking words, you are going to become your wildest fucking dreams mm-hmm the energy just it supports it and somebody had posted um or had sent me a picture today of something that she had done and it was a stamp that she did and it said this quote's been coming to me she said all week all week and I finally made it with a stamp and it said it's never too late Mm -hmm. and that came to me multiple times today when we're out walking and stuff and I really want to hit the nail on that because it's like you know me and Skylar are 40 41 right now and, you know, in our parents' generation, that was starting to like, oh, okay, you're 40, 41, you're done having your kids, you're this and that. No, what's really happening now is this is the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is the beginning of your life. You know, I'm in my head, I'm thinking about cousins and stuff who are like almost 50. And I'm like, holy fuck, we're as young as can be mm-hmm. because it's never too late. You deserve to move to the other side of the glass. It doesn't matter what your body's form of ages anymore it's what you're sustaining in the inside and a lot of my work is pivoting to helping people with the diseases the autism the adhd like all these labels because they're trapped in the left hand side and once they understand how to move to the right they free themselves Mm -hmm. and when you free yourself you then get to live an unreal life regardless of your fucking age Mm -hmm. The only reason the body carries disease and the only reason the body collapses is exactly what Skylar's saying because you are living in the fears. You're living in the stuff that has been stuck from your lineage, from the whole thing, and the energy has nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. We're able now as beings to release that and really become our own fans mm-hmm. in consciousness. Well, and transmute it all. Yeah, and we submit ourselves, especially when we, we live unconsciously and say we do get sick or that lineage, you know, we start to experience it. We doom ourselves to that. Right. And then we victimize ourselves to that and then we submit to it and then we just 
is what it is. That's life. And I that's think we it. were just talking about this we the other accept, day. We accept it and we get defeated. Yeah, we were just but talking the, about nobody ever questions that. Or mm-hmm. somebody in me in a session were quite that. But at the end of the day, do you want to, if you die in the next 30 seconds, mm-hmm. are you happy with your life? Mm-hmm. If you got told in 30 seconds, shit, you're dying. And you're like, I have a list of things I want to do or people I want to talk to or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't you doing those things? Why aren't you living your life to the, the absolute the possible fullest. fullest? Yeah. And not talking about doing like crazy shit, like jumping off fucking <laughs> mountains or doing fucking squirrel suits. I mean, <laughs> but this like being your authentic self and not having to hide who you are yeah. or yeah. hide what you have to say and be in the shadow. Mm-hmm unhappy and miserable like a wilted flower and scared yeah wilted yes. flower love well, that do do you have self-fulfillment are you fulfilled within yourself on a day-to-day basis we deserve to feel that people think that fulfillment only comes when you fucking retire mm-hmm. and then you go off and you live your life and you start to travel and vacation all the things but we deserve to feel fulfilled every single fucking day while we remember more of the truth that sits inside of us and to just loop back to the fear fear presents itself whenever you're about to make that pop through Mm -hmm. so the fear will try to block you when you're about to do something that is going to set you free or change you or align you more with who you truly are and the fear also in this energy and moving forward comes on when you're not listening to yourself or you're not doing something to create for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I had said this to somebody um, last week in DMs. She had DM'd me about something I can't remember. But I do remember the conversation where she's planting um, a cut flower garden. And, and, and so am I, actually. And I said, she goes, I just feel so fucking fired up about that. I just feel unreal, all the things. And I said, yeah, so everything in your life, if it doesn't feel like the flower garden, then why the fuck are you doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, and me and Becca had this conversation yesterday. Becca's like, I don't give a fuck about your fucking garden. And I said to her, I don't give a fuck about your fucking horses. Mm-hmm. But the wounds will be like, oh, I should fucking care about Coco's garden. And then my wounds could say I'm supposed to care about her horses. I, I genuinely am interested about it for her and I'll listen to her day or my personal to, experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go and fucking volunteer at a horse farm. It's mm-hmm. just not me. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go and do those things out of your fucking wounds or out of alignment, fear comes in. The clone comes in. Victim comes in. Victim comes in. Yourself. Like if I'm not putting out these podcasts, if I'm not dumping the fucking information out to you guys, I will hear the story of the clone. I will hear stories of fear. I will get into a loop about something. So it's like, that is the tool for all of you guys to hear. If you have the fear, what are you not listening and what are you not actioning from a creative standpoint, to be honest, Mm -hmm. from a joy standpoint? Mm -hmm. Because joy and creativity is the food for the soul, Mm -hmm. is the food for the light. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have any of that in your life and... At, look at like look at yourself if you don't have creativity and joy you're probably feeling a lot of fucking fear mm-hmm. straight up mm-hmm. it's feel like a very like i mean i don't know fear is like despair doom and gloom well, i think fear. people know what fear and despair is i'm just like wow it just feels like very like looming <laughs> what like, i don't know let's, let's get a rainbow or something like throw it out <laughs> in here 
Well, no, it's just the, the truth because this is the energy and that's going on. It's not. It's not doom and gloom. We're just sharing the energy because it it, it is potent. People, yes, and we're sharing the information so that people can separate it out. Exactly, because there's so much excitement and so mm-hmm. much greatness. But that's the truth of our our life is we can't sit here as much as Skylar wants to be rainbows. There is so much excitement. We're just showing you that if you're falling into this energy, if it's grabbing you, if it's hitting you, you cannot avoid it. You might not be living in it for weeks and weeks and weeks, but you are having pockets or even days and we're giving you the language so that you can feel fucking excited about what's to come Mm -hmm. and what is coming. Mm -hmm. Because there is a lot of that like negativity, you know, where people are like, oh, I can't take any more. I'm so exhausted. Mm -hmm. I'm so defeated. I'm so that find the joy find the creativity understand yourself Mm -hmm. it is so fucking exciting right now to understand yourself is it not Mm -hmm. well and something that you and i talked about yesterday it's like stop doing everything for everybody else and start saying yes to yourself Mm -hmm. i think you were saying that too like it's been on a conversation where it's like choose yourself what Make choices you for you. What lights you up? What do you want to do? Skylar has a fucking perm right now and it's mm-hmm. kick ass. He, we went out today for lunch and the guy's like, you just need some grapes because, you know, and I'm like, right, you're a Greek dog. Oh, yeah. you're, 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 you deserve to be fed grapes yeah. by your woman. Yeah, like you're, you're a Greek god. But look but, at what that invokes in yes. people when you just own who you are. Yeah, because you're choosing the joy and creativity. What do you got for us, Skylar, on that? Well, I mean, if you want to talk about the perm, I mean, it was, I mean, we can talk about it because it's, yes. I mean, I don't generally, it's a really good example. I generally don't have a lot of stories about things. So that and it can, took some time. It did. It we have been, it didn't, it didn't take months. some time. What it, it was, sure was did. just like, I wanted to just put other things ahead of it, which is really what it was. It was like, I'll get a perm after I get a bike. I think is what the story was. So self-sabotage. Yes. <laughs> self-sabotage, delaying of what yeah. it was. Yeah. And then like, because I, I'm also very good at just like jumping into things. I always do things to like the extreme, like, hey, let's try a new drink. Like, I don't want like a four ounce cup. Like, give me the 24 ounces. I'm going to drink like two liters of this stuff just to try it. So I really know if I like it or hate it. So we went in there and they asked and like no one mentioned anything to me. It's like, you're here for a perm. It wasn't even that. It was like, we, down, we know you're down. here for a perm. Sit down. <laughs> don't even shut up because I didn't even say anything. It's like, let's go. We're going to start doing this. The only question I got asked was how tight of curls I wanted. Mm-hmm. That's about the only time anyone spoke to me in, I don't know, the two hours I was there. And you said? I said, you know what? Fuck it. Make them as tight as possible. Give me no, some. No, you said Justin. Justin, Justin Tim- Timberlake. In Just sync. In sync from 1990s. Give me the ramen haircut. <laughs> and what's even funny about that is they had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. So the joke <laughs> fell flat. So I get to feel like the ping of that. Yes. Right? Because you know you want your jokes, you want people to understand your sense of humor to be accepted. So I noticed that. Then it's like I'm just sitting there like I can't even see what they're doing. So I had no idea what my hair looked like until like I was done. And then he And I like, wanted there was times when I was sitting there like I should just like pull out my phone and just like And look. And look. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna let it be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then, then when you turned around. And then when I turned around and I actually seen it for the first time, I was like, wow, that's super curly. <laughs> but I actually kind of like it. Yeah. And that's where it was. Mm-hmm. And, and you felt yourself. I don't know if I felt myself, but I'm like, I just like it. Yeah. That's really what it was. It was mm-hmm. a lot, but I'm like, I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. And, it's, you know, the other part of it is like, it's been like two and a half days of like not touching it, not trying to do anything to it. 
So it's like very much aware of like my hair for the first time yeah. in a long time. Cause either my hair is like gelled back to where it doesn't move when I don't have to notice it mm-hmm. because if my hair moves, then it bugs the piss out of me. And then you put a hat on. Then I put a hat on because I don't want my hair in my eyes or mm-hmm. in my face. Mm-hmm. So like that has been a very interesting experience. And I've just learned lots of interesting things through it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, well, you can't like, you know, I'm supposed to sleep with like a silk handkerchief mm-hmm. over my head. But it's like, no, like I actually know that because of past traumas, because I had my finger cut off, I've had my arm cut open, all of these things, I can literally will myself to like not move in my sleep. I can find one position and not move. Becca's over here rolling her eyes like you're so full of shit, but like, it's no, true. It's no, true. Oh, no, I'm not saying you're yeah. full of shit. I'm like, this is wild because yes, you 100% can. You could. I just lie there. Yourself. Just lie there and yeah. I don't move. I get a decent sleep that way because yeah. I'm consciously aware of like not moving. Mm-hmm. So well, even like with a tattoo. What do you mean with a tattoo? Like you get a tattoo when you go to bed. You know that that's the arm you can't sleep on. Yeah, like you're just kind mm-hmm. of aware. Like I yeah. pinched my finger the other day and I just know like actually I popped it popped a blood blister and I'm just walking around and I, it hurts, but I touch everything with it. Mm-hmm. I'm consciously trying to use it rather than like conscious, like unconsciously, like removing it out of the babying yourself, babying yeah. it. So I, what did, so what, what has the hair taught you about yourself and what is the example for everybody? Because you had, honestly, we, we tried for months cause we're like, yeah. that is so good. Go get a pair. No, fear, no, the no. Stories, oh, like, the self-sabotage. Okay. So really what the, yeah. the final deciding factor great for people out, of, to see. out of that whole entire rounding story was like, if I don't fucking like it, I'll just get a fucking haircut. Whoopty ding ding do start over. Yeah. But I'll just do it before I get a haircut. Like I was getting frustrated with my hair. So I'm like, I'm just going to cut it short and go back to a short hairstyle rather than keep having it long. So I'm like, fuck it. I might as well get a haircut because the perm cost me a little bit more than what a haircut would have cost. So like, just give it a go. There's really, what am I losing mm-hmm. in this moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there was a feeling somewhere along the way of like the embodiment of you. So like, perm. well, in, in conversations with my barber and stuff like over the last year that we've been here in Greece, it's like, I want some texture to my hair. Mm-hmm. What can I do to put some texture in my hair to give it more than just this flat shape? Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I like my hair short because it would just look textured. Mm-hmm. But I was trying growing it out. Like, I just wanted to have some sort of shape. That was a conversation. I don't know what to do, which is really no. what started this conversation months ago was like, just get a perm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I think, you know, from witnessing the conversation and sitting down with you, there was a lot of thinking going into it. Yes. It was a like, okay, well, logistics. oh God, do I get the haircut first yes. or do the perm first? Yes. Like, how long is it going to last? How tight is it going to be? Texture. So logi- like he, logistics. He, he goes to the logistics all the time before yes. he gets to the feeling. Yes. And I feel like that's a, what we're trying to show here because so many people operate this way mm-hmm. is Skylar will fucking go knee deep into the logistics of so many things and then all of a sudden he clicks with the feeling yeah and you're like what the fuck like i can't even compute what the fuck you're talking about because you're going into all these measurements and all these things and all these what ifs (laughs) then he gets to the feeling and it's very important for people to understand that because during this logistics he could have stopped himself and i mean and he did a million times but then once he gets the feeling every single time everything about him clicks Mm -hmm. everything about it changes Mm -hmm. so him sharing the story i hope can bring some like comfort to other people who find themselves that they operate the same way where they get into these like logistical fucking things things. thinking which would be the clone 
and he's learning how to trust his feelings Mm -hmm. versus someone like me. I don't fucking talk. I don't even go to anything that he just shared. Mm -hmm. I don't even operate that way because I go straight to the feeling. Mm -hmm. So that is why it's so important to understand yourself this year and transmute this fear because his story you could see how the fear could take over fear doubt fear well, doubt fear, and, doubt. That's, and then hesitation hesitation yeah. hesitation hesitation and that and that is what we've always talked about you have to know how you are and how exactly. you operate exactly. are you a doer try do nothing mm-hmm. are you a person who sits around the house a lot try doing more if you're an emotional person try being less emotional if you're an unemotional person try being emotional if you're an overthinker, try not thinking so much. Well, you have to know your clone tendencies. Because it's going to be exactly. used against you to exactly. hold you back. Exactly. Mm-hmm.